on the if we made it podcast we start an evil dead fest with the evil dead sam raimi's directorial debut and we'll count down our top five other feature film directorial debuts and mom will review the evil dead i uh, will do flick chart and talk what we've been watching all that jazz here's the trailer for sam raimi's debut the evil dead Girlfriend, you take care of her. with Gramps and Tucker. I'm Tucker. I'm Gramps. And with us at all, as always, uh, there's no one with us. No. So, whew. I guess we never, no, we've had, we've had Carl as a guest. Yeah. Tom, right? Tom's been hasn't he? We had Roman as a guest once. Did we? I think so. I think we were talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. Oh, nice. It's been a long time. And we had, you know, at the Brimleys, uh, there oh, were the lots Brimleys. of people yeah. probably appeared on the on the podcast yes. back in the day. Um, we'll do the. We should do the Brimleys again someday. You know, if this if this goes on long enough. Yeah. To award I guess some Brimleys. That's just up to you and me. That's right. We're we're in charge of all this. Yeah, we are. Yeah, that's why it sounds like this. <laughs> just recording on a phone. Yep. No consideration for the listeners at all. Not really. No care yeah, taken. Yeah, is it? I going to have to turn up their volume and then it's going to be all hissy. And still they're just like, it sounds like shit it no just, matter what volume. Yeah, so you might as well just leave it down. Yeah. You but know, enough that you can hear us, I guess. Or maybe you don't. Yeah. I don't know. Every once in a while we sound good on microphones, but mm. not today. Yeah. 
get used to. I don't know if it, I ever suckers. sound good on a microphone, even a good microphone. Oh sure. If I listen to it, I just sound like yeah. I can't listen to myself. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds That's like. That's what exactly I sound like in my head. That's what I sound like. Okay. The Evil Dead. The Evil Dead. 1981. Yep. Sam Raimi. Written and directed. Written and directed. His very first feature film. Right. And he had done Within the Woods, which is like a 30-minute kind of pre-Evil Dead short. Yeah. Uh, right. Shortly before this with Bruce Campbell, which is pretty funny. And you can watch it on YouTube. Hmm. Uh, I it's watch it. real bad quality. Oh. So sometimes it's it's rough watching, but yeah. you know it's a half hour, so it's worth it for what you get to. Did he make it like see. in film school, or did he go to film school? I don't know that he. I don't know or if he went he, to film school or not. They were. They seem to be making films or oh, their whole childhood. Just doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, great. Yeah, and he's really, uh, he's really good at it. He is. <laughs> Oh, it was really Raimi. like God. What a great visual style yeah. right out of the gate. Yeah, and uh, just awesome uh, use of the camera, uh-huh. and uh, and a, and a sense of humor. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, a sense of humor within even the camera and, and the way he moves it mm-hmm. around and does it. Like sometimes it's kind of funny. Yeah. And sometimes Bruce Campbell just, like, looks almost directly at the camera with a weird look on his face. Yeah. And he's in the car at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. But anyway, so this movie comes out, right, in the early 80s. Yeah. And Stephen King's like, this is a great movie. And so they put it on all the ads, and suddenly people are seeing it. Yeah. It's a big drive-in movie, right? And eventually... Uh, Sam Raimi will come back to it with Evil Dead 2. With yeah. A little, little bit bigger budget and uh, bigger bigger effects budget for yeah. sure. Uh, and um, But we'll get to that next time. Uh, in between, he does Crime, Sto- Crime Wave. Have you seen Crime Wave? It doesn't have a great reputation. I haven't seen it yet, I but I'm going so. to. I'll report back next okay. episode. Okay. Um, but anyway... So, how many times have you seen The Evil Dead? Um, you have no idea. I have no real idea, but I would say... I would say maybe five times. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. That's probably about where I would put it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan of it. A fan of, you know, any movie that you watch five times, probably. Mm-hmm. You know? And yeah, I still consider myself more of a fan of Evil Dead 2. Yeah, I, I got into the Evil Deads through Evil Dead 2. Yeah. <clears throat> and I've probably seen that one. Discovering my love of horror movies, and especially funny horror movies, you know, and I stumble across Evil Dead 2, and it's like, it's like the Holy Grail. It's like yeah, finding the... the best one. Yeah, you're like, this is what I've been looking for. Yeah. Nailed it. Yep. Has it ever been improved upon? I don't know. I mean... There's lots of good horror comedies out there. Yeah, but... Boy, yeah, I don't know. But I don't know if there's anything quite as... But this is magical. Evil Dead. 
is that? This is not Evil, Evil Dead. Dead 2. This is the Evil Dead. Yeah. Immediately we start out with the like the Evil Dead vision, which is great. Mm-hmm. Speaking of his camera work. Yeah. You know, like and the and the sound that yeah. yeah, and it like the camera going throughout the woods. Yeah. And it's especially kind of cool cuz like the tree limbs are all getting, you know, off the camera. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of a cool little effect. Yeah. Immediately you're like this is different. This yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. It, never, it, yeah, never it kind of anything like that. Yeah, like, even man. the shots in the car and everything. Everything is just kind of weird. Uh huh. In in a good way. Yeah. What I mean, like he just yeah, he's just got a, his own style like already, which is yeah, this is pretty cool. It's really cool. And then you got you got the group, yeah. the group of friends or whatever, driving to the cabin and Scotty. This asshole. Oh my God. I had forgotten that Scotty is so funny. Yeah. He is funny. <laughs> he's so funny. And he's driving the car like a maniac. Yeah. Just, just bad out of hell. So stupid. And uh, and then this is where Bruce looks at the camera funny. Is it after Scott? Because there's a part where, like, he, they. Yeah, they're driving like a bad out of hell and they almost, like, get in a wreck with that semi truck or something. There's, like, a truck right. on the road, right? And then he honks at it, and then um, at the same time, there's these two, like, just dudes. Sam Raimi, and I can't remember the other one now. Yeah, they're, they're like the like a producer or something. Oh, is it Robert Tapper? Maybe. Yeah, probably is. Yeah. So they're on the side of the road going, and they, and they hear like the waving. honk, and they're like, hey! <laughs> and then Scott oh, yes. <laughs> Yells at him. He leaves his head out the window and he's like, Go to hell! I'm not honking at you! <laughs> and then he gets in and he's like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's so really... over the top and I, I like was like, What? And this is like just the beginning two minutes of the shit. And I was like, Oh yeah, this is yeah. like, you kind of forget that this movie is just like, bam! And it's like, it's right in it. Yeah, and then yeah, and then it wastes no time really. <laughs> no, nope, they get and, right to the cabin. Yeah, and when they get to the cat they go off in this uh uh on this road and he's he's on this you're like in a follow oh. vehicle, like kind of high angle. Yeah. Um following their car and it's a cool shot. Yeah. And you eventually see the cabin approaching. Yeah. Yeah, that is a cool shot. And um they go over the bridge, and the bridge is almost falling apart. Yeah. And then they get there, and the fucking swing on the porch is just banging against yeah. the wall repeatedly. But then as soon as Scotty gets there, it just stops. Yeah, stops. And there's three girls. And they and, still go in. There's three girls and two guys in the group. Yeah, you got you got Scotty and Ashley. Mm-hmm. Ash. That's Bruce Campbell. Yeah. And then you got uh, Cheryl. Is Cheryl. That Cheryl is yeah, that that's his, Ash's sister. His sister, right? She's the kind of she's the arty one, the ones that that makes that real cool Necronomicon art. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's drawing a clock, a really nice clock, and then yeah. suddenly her hand just starts yeah, she, drawing. And this is like still early on. I mean, very early. This happens like even, right away. We're not even really jumping ahead. That no, it's next. Like, pretty much, <laughs> she's drawing. She gets a in clock. there. To get in there, yeah, and then it's pretty much like here she's drawing, and then all of a sudden she's possessed. Yeah. So it's like, and that's hey, that's which Cheryl, is, which is interesting because <laughs> the movie 
you know, part of it is like they find the, the old tape and the tape has the uh-huh. incantations and that that awakens the evil dead. But the evil dead's already there. Yeah. From the very beginning. So, First thing we see. So maybe it just doesn't necessarily it's awaken like, them. And, it's like we, we need you to read the incantation. So it's like it's like we're already them. here. Yeah. It's like we're here, but we need to get out. Yeah. So they're trying to get them to. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes her drive <coughs> the Necronomicon. And, yeah. Um, which they don't know what that is. So, yeah. So it's already. The Evil Dead's already present, but maybe to make the actual leap into reality. Yeah. Or whatever they have to. To break through or something. I don't know. I mean, we. We can't comprehend what the Evil Dead yeah. wants. How are we to know these mysterious forces? Yeah. Like, how are we to understand? We're just the yeah. evil alive. It's not like someone just made this up or something. Yeah. It's, um, it's, no, it's we heard the tapes. It's based on reality. Right. That's right. It's on the tapes. It's on tapes. <laughs> it's true. That's right. And then we, uh, is this where we see the, oh wait, what are the other girls. Then there's Linda. Linda is Ashley's. Ashley's girlfriend. Girlfriend. And then Scotty's girlfriend is. Okay. Oh, I'm not sure what her... Sorry if my phone was making noises. I Shelly. Shelly. Shelly is her name, yeah. I had it I had it written down there somewhere. I was picking up names along the way because I always forget names. I don't think they did Yeah. I don't I think it took a while sometimes to find out their names. I don't think they just immediately started going, Hey, my name's <laughs> That's how all movies start. <laughs> Hi. Hi, I'm Ashley. Hi, I'm Batman. <laughs> Did you see that one? Hi, I'm Batman. Hi, I'm Batman. <laughs> I'll be I'll be the star for the evening. Yeah. And then they run off, and then yeah, and the next cast member comes out. I'm the Joker. Hi. I'm the villain in this film. <laughs> Boy, you're gonna love to hate me. And then he's off. <laughs> Uh, that's good. That's a good idea. Um, so there's a, a trap door, is what I have written down. Is this where they find the, the, in the, the, the cellar, cellar yeah, opening? They, they find the cellar. Right. Uh, yeah, because she, I think it's after she draws the Necronomicon and like it starts to, she, she hears shit in the cellar. Right. <coughs> oh, me. oh, yeah, yeah. She hears something in there, and then they're all, like, freaking out about it. And is this when she says, she says, let's close it. It's probably some animal. Yeah. And Scotty goes, ha, 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 ha. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And then, like, ten seconds later, he says, probably just some animal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's such an ass. Oh, God. Yeah, so they go down there. And there's some su- suspense, you know, right? Creaking stairs and all that stuff. And uh, but this is where they find the actual Necronomicon mm-hmm. and the dagger, which Scotty says, "This kind of looks like your old girlfriend." Yeah, and Ashley's like, "Ha ha ha!" Yeah, he laughs at it. <laughs> like a good one. Like yeah, it does. <laughs> it does look just like her. <laughs> and and there's a, a poster of The Hills Have Eyes, Wes Cravens, who yes. we just finished watching Wes Cravens' final movie last week. We sure did. Um, Scream 4. We had watched, we've watched most of his movies. Yeah. Um, but uh, so in this one, 
he, they have a Hills Have Eyes poster in, on the wall, but like ripped in uh-huh. half. And apparently, uh, uh, Craven took this as shots fired, like like that having that poster ripped in half was them saying like that ain't shit. Yeah. Wait till you see this. And so, and I can't remember what his response was. Is that didn't he put the dagger or the or the Necronomicon or something in something? I thought he put. Or is someone watching the Evil Dead? I thought he put an Evil Dead poster. Did he put an Evil Dead poster in Nightmare on Elm Street? Or am I totally thinking it, thinking wrong? Oh, maybe. <clears throat> like in Johnny Depp's room? Maybe. Perhaps. I we'll mean, have to look into that. I haven't looked. I, we'll I heard get about back, this a we'll long time ago. Never, I could be completely baking it up. No, there's a back and forth going on. But though, there is I a remember. back and forth of yeah. sorts. Because there's also an Evil Dead 2, there's another thing. But yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll update you on that if you don't want to, you know, look it up yourselves. Yeah, you probably could. Because we'll look it up. We probably could. Yeah, I would have had I thought about it before this. but We don't um, think about things before no. we do things. Just we, remembered that. And we just do stuff. Thought, wouldn't that be interesting if I still knew that? Yeah. All that stuff. But anyway, the Hills Have Eyes thing <laughs> is in this one. Yep. And... Uh, Scotty's an asshole, and he points his shotgun right at Ash. Yeah. (laughs) He's crazy, man. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot is what he is. But he sure is funny. He is funny. So they find (coughs) the stuff, and then they, and a tape, uh, reel-to-reel tape player, and they they start playing it, and it's uh, this, is he an archaeologist or something? Yeah. Some sort of. Anyway, he had this. He had found this stuff, and he's been like translating this book of the dead, uh, and it's a it, it, made from human flesh, inked in human blood. Yeah, he has a very he's very dramatic, very character. dramatic tapes. Yeah, exactly. It's like Donald Pleasance and Halloween. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. He's like he can bring summon demons from. So anyway, you get the idea of what's going to happen. Yeah. And uh, anyway, they're like, let's take this stuff upstairs. This will be fun. Right. And so uh, they grab it all, take it upstairs. And next thing I have is that the the third wheel, because you got the two couples and then Ash's sister, right? Yeah. Cheryl. And Cheryl has already shown that she's being manipulated. Uh, yeah, the and then especially, and then so after the the incantations on the tapes, mm-hmm. the it's awakened even more out in the woods, right? Which she, why does she go out there in the first? That's place? what I'm wondering. I don't remember I have that that she's out there. But I can't remember. But why. she goes out into the woods for some reason. Maybe she's being kind of summoned or whatever, because she's already been kind of yeah. possessed or whatever. But she's being lured. We. Become witness to the, I guess you could call it an infamous scene. It's pretty infamous. Because it's pretty, it's brutal, kind of a brutal rape scene by the trees. Yeah, the trees, the the woods themselves. Yeah, so the vines all wrap around her eye, or her arms, and rip her shirt off, and... Ultimately, you know... And you get a big tree branch. And right in your crutch. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, it's infamous. It's not pleasant. 
No. Uh, the the vine wrapping. It's kind of cool. Around it's the, good effects. Yeah, because they're obviously shooting that backwards. Yeah, and like in reverse, right? Pulling it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it looks um, cool. Yeah, that all looks really cool, but ultimately it's it's the least fun part of the whole series to yeah, watch. Really, it is. Right? Yeah. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's a bit much. Yeah. And he he does recreate it in Evil Dead 2, but much, much more tastefully. It's more just like getting attacked instead of actually... Yeah. I mean, this is just doesn't leave much to the imagination as yeah. far as what's happening. But, you know, first movie, low-budget horror, drive-in aspirations. You gotta go for it, man. You gotta do something to stand out, and tree rape was the thing yeah, they went I, with. I'm sure there were a lot so of people, even at this time, people going, Jesus, what the... Yeah. But even... Well, I don't know if it's worse than that, but just to add insult to injury, nobody is very supportive no. of tree rape. Because they, they don't believe her, of course. They're like, yeah, but something happened to her. She's very upset. She's freaking out. She wants to leave. She's, her clothes and are ripped. She's gonna yes. do it. He's gonna take her. But even he seems kind of pissed off. Yeah, about he's it. a little put but out about it. It's his sister, so he's probably like, yeah. And also, my Bruce Campbell is also my Norm Macdonald impression. So, so if you hear, if you heard hey, McDonald's. So he's like, yeah, I don't really want to leave. I want to stay here at the, uh, stay here at the old, uh, cabin here, you know? And, uh, but you, you seem fairly upset. So let's, let's get in the car, I guess. So then they leave everybody yep. uh, to leave. But then they find that the, uh-oh, uh-oh, the bridge is out. Oh yeah. It's all twisted and gnarled twisted up. up like a claw. Yeah. A clar? A clar. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know how clars? Yeah. They're all twisted up? Mm-hmm. It's just like that. You know how people drink white clars <laughs> these days? Um, <laughs> okay. So yeah, the bridge so. is out. And uh, so, uh, oh, yeah. So then they go back, and Linda is guessing cards. Like, someone's holding up cards. Oh, yeah. And she's guessing them, and she's getting them wrong, but she's... Telling her she's getting them right. And being like, that's amazing. You're really Which good at this. A really strange thing to do. I don't know. Maybe I guess she's just bored. Maybe. I mean, it, it's, <laughs> it would make more sense if, like, Ash was doing that. Uh-huh. You know, and, like, you know, trying, to get, her. trying to get her in the bed or something. Oh, right. You know, like, hey, you're really great. Yeah. But that's not what's happening. No, it's two girls. I don't know. Maybe the girl's trying to move in on. Uh, maybe. There's some subtext the two, there. The two girlfriends. Yeah, they're trying um, to. She, the girl's trying to. I don't know. But then, but then suddenly Cheryl. Yep. Starts guessing the cards correctly. From across yeah. the room. Eight of hearts. Ace of diamonds. Mm-hmm. Jack of spades. And then she and turns then, around. And she's the demon. She's all possessed as shit. And she's all. And it's yeah. it's crazy. And that's, yeah, because she was out in the woods getting yeah. fucked by trees, demon and trees. This is when you get oh the it's this this is a whose ankle is it? It's 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 no, it's Ash's girlfriend, Linda. Linda. So Linda 
Cheryl takes a pencil. Yeah, the pencil that she was drawing the Necronomicon with. Yeah, and just stabs right into the ankle. Into in the ankle, and like then, right, right behind your like right between like the ankle and your Achilles. Like yeah, that kind of soft spot. Right, it's right in there. And Jim then she's just, just and then twisting just, it. Oh god, twist it around, and and the effect is oh. awesome too because yeah. it's like. It's clearly, you know, it's clearly yeah, fake. Foot, yeah, obviously. so it's kind of more pliable than, uh-huh. than it really would be. So it's yeah. kind of rubbery almost. But it makes but it, it grosser. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Especially, he doesn't linger on it long enough for the effect to look bad. Either. Yeah. Like, he's, yeah, he's actually, really good it looks at that pretty good. stuff for the most part. Yeah. Um, and so that's a pretty pretty great part. And then they, they lock her in the cellar, yeah, ultimately. They're able to get her in the cellar. Yeah, and they chain that, it up and put a padlock on funny it too. Because uh-huh. he's like hitting her with, I think, like the butt of the shotgun or something. Yeah. And her head is like the demon head, uh-huh. but it's clearly like a, a dummy. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's just, <laughs> the way it looks when it's getting hit is really funny. <laughs> um, I love that stuff. I love yeah. the low budge stuff. It's, it's great. great. So much cooler than just crappy cartoons that we see these days. For real. So they're all like trying to, you know, just relax, kind of not, you know, try to calm down. Yeah. And Shelly goes into the other room and she, the evil attacks her through the window. Yes. Smashes yes. the window. Yes. To get at her, right? Does. And, um,. Let's see. And so that that <laughs> that gets hurt. And so she's a demon. She all demons out now too. She demons out. And uh, there's a part, and she starts oh. attacking people. There's a part where she like. But does she like like that happens and they hear something and then she's not in there or something? Because I have here like before we see that she's a demon, uh. Scotty. Checks goes in to check the closet. Oh, that's right. And there's a shirt nailed to the door, yeah. like on the inside. Like that's, that's right. where you keep it. Like, we were laughing get a lot about and, like, that when we were watching it. You get home and nail up your shirt. Yeah, for tomorrow. Um, yeah. And then they checks the bathroom. And there's like a bathtub and stuff, but like the walls are made of paper. It looks like. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. all. That's they all probably great. had to do some, you know. Some makeshift remodeling to that cabin to try to get some of these seeds. (laughs) Yeah, so she and then she's a demon. Yeah, she attacks them, and and there's a part where she like eats her own hand. Yeah, because Scotty cuts her wrist. Yeah, and then so she just because she's got the dagger. That's the thing. Yeah, and he cuts her wrist, and she just gnaws her her own hand off. Yeah, so then it's like a. The dagger. I can't wait to hear what mom has to think about or has to say about this. Yeah, about all these things. Yeah. She's going to go on and on, I bet. Or else she's just going to be like, ah, that was me. It was too gross. You need something? No. Okay. Yeah, what does she think about real gross stuff? I guess we're going to find out. Have we made her watch stuff that's real gross? I imagine so. Seems like it. I don't know how she could avoid it if she watched everything. There's a couple gross parts in some of the Scream movies, but yeah. not like this. No, not like this. Yeah. 
Not like gnawing your own <laughs> hand off. So he, and then so, he, yeah, they stabs her with the Scotty does dagger, and then chops right? her up into little pieces. Mm-hmm. That part's great because they're all wiggling around, <laughs> yeah. and there's this part with her butt. Oh yeah, her butt's wiggling. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, well, that might even be later. I don't know. I think they cut up another. I don't know if they cut up another. I don't think. Late, maybe, no, maybe not like that. that. Yeah. There's some butt wiggling. You know, have to they have to dismember them, but I don't think they dismember quite that thoroughly. Yeah, yeah, he really chops her up. Um, so then Scotty's being a dick, and he's like, "I don't care about you guys," and he leaves. Yeah, right. Um, now Ash, so Ash Ash goes and checks on you know Ash. He's got his girlfriend in there. Yeah. And she's been sleeping this whole time. Yeah. Or not this whole time, but for a while. And Somehow. Then, yeah. He goes and checks on her. And her, where she got stabbed in the ankle, mm-hmm. it like it has that weird effect where it like spiders all out. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. And so, and then she turns into she's a demon. She's a demon. Now Linda's a demon. Happens. And she's all weird and like sitting... Sitting in the the doorway, all <laughs> yeah, laughing and acting like a little baby, kind of. Yeah, it's real creepy. It's creepy. And is this when Scotty returns all fucked up? Yep. Yeah, he tried to leave, but the woods. We don't know what happened to him. Probably I raped him. Yeah, I mean, I assume he got ass raped out there. Yeah. Who knows? He's pretty traumatized. I mean, he got it at both ends. I mean, yeah. Well, he had a lot. We don't know. We don't know what happened to Scotty. But, you know, I don't want to say he was asking for it. But did you see how he was dressed? (laughs) Yeah, he's an asshole, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Okay, so Scotty's back. He's all fucked up. Uh, He can't... Oh, yeah. Uh, Is this... Oh, this is... Is this when... um, Ash is, has to dismember Linda, but he can't bring himself yeah. to do it. And it has this, yeah, he takes her out to the... Woodshed. Yeah, yeah. Is that what he called it? Woodshed. Yeah, that, he does that in part two. Right. Yeah, where it's... Is it Woodshed? No, it's something at Workshop? No. Workshed. No, fuck. Well, we'll find out next week. Yeah. But anyway, he like takes the, her out there. Woodshed. It's something. We're, I don't know. I we're saying remember. it wrong, right? We're so old. We're <laughs> so old we can't remember Workshed. it. Workshed? It sounds stupid. We'll figure it out <laughs> next week after we've watched anyway, it yes. for the millionth and, and time. And it has the great this Sam Raimi stuff, you know, like. Yeah, the quick. The quick shots. Yeah, like, like but ratcheting her down. Yeah, grabbing the chainsaw, mm-hmm. you know, like all these like yeah. sounds and like it's it's really cool. He need he he quick repeats little, that throughout like, his movie. Close ups, but he does like a quick zoom on. Yeah, him. Um, yeah, it's really cool. It's fun, uh, but, but he can't do it. He just can't bring himself to do it. So he buries her. What? Right. What he takes happened? it. What takes, happened to Scotty when he came back? Did he? 
I don't know. He's still inside, right? Isn't he just okay, kind of... Is he still inside? Yeah, I thought so. Because eventually, I mean... Yeah, because when he goes back in is when he he's attacks Ash. Oh, gotcha. Um, or they get in there. He, you know, what happens. So so he decides... They, so, so Ash decides to bury Linda, he, right? Yeah. But of course, she attacks him <coughs> and he has to decapitate her with a shovel. Yeah. And then it's real great because... So her head flies off and her body comes back down... And he grabs it by what's left of her neck, and she's on top of him. (laughs) And the neck is right by his face. (laughs) And then it just just spurts blood, just like gallons of it, into his face and mouth and nose and everything. (laughs) It's it's real awesome. It's great. And you just you could just hear Sam Raby giggling. Oh yeah. Behind the camera. Yeah, especially when they probably (laughs) had to do it again. (laughs) Over and over. More blood. Um, so then, then the house, Ash gets back inside and the house tortures him for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Shutters banging. Yeah. You know, sounds just making him go nuts. He's he's starting to lose his mind. Yeah. Yeah. And this is when Scotty and him go at it and he, uh, ends up. Gouging Scotty's oh, eyes. It's gross too. Sticking his thumbs like God, deep into gross. his eyes. Yeah. Everybody's uh, everybody's like kind of made of jello. Oh, you know? like Yeah, this is where like he had like a stick stuck in him when he came oh, back. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, That's yeah. right. From the woods. Yep. I guess so. He has like a big hunk of wood just stuck in him. Yeah. And like after side. after Ash gouges his eyes out he pulls the wood out and it just starts pouring blood it's just like a there. cork yeah it's like a cork it's like boop, and it just like sploosh it's great it is so great. good um and then uh <laughs> and then it's here when he burns the necronomicon yeah right but that's a great scene yeah because he's getting attacked by the scotty demon and and the his girlfriend's demon no. no oh, the Scotty demon. I think it's just a Scotty demon at this point. Or no, because I think there's two of them at one point. Anyway, he's getting attacked by demon or demons. Right. I think I think his his decapitated demon girlfriend is in there too, attacking him. Oh, maybe that. Yeah. It. So it's and then Linda you know. And- Scotty. Cheryl's, I think, still in the. Isn't she still in the? Uh, oh, in the, it? in the the cellar. cellar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screaming the whole time. Right. But anyway, so they're attacking him. They're like, I think they've stabbed him on his. He's on. He's on his stomach, and so he sees that the Necronomicon was by the fire, and it kind of it kind of caught on fire a little bit. Uh huh. But uh, he's so that I think he's like I gotta put that in the fire. That's the only way to get rid of these guys, right? But he really can't reach it. So he, <laughs> earlier in the film, he, oh, had, yeah. he had given his girlfriend um, this necklace that has a little magnifying glass on it, and that was a cute little scene where he was pretending to be asleep. Oh yeah, he was giving it to anyway, it's silly. 
But so adorable. Pulls, yeah, he pulls that out, and he's like, <laughs> as he's gonna get attacked by these demons and their whatever, he's like throwing it towards the book. <laughs> yeah. Like to try to grab it, try and pull to, it towards try him, and so he can pull the chain. And then it kind of has this cool shot though, where he does it, and then like the demons are pulling him, and it and it pulls him in, and the camera's just sitting there, kind of on the ground, mm-hmm. and it pulls him, and his his hand is outreached, and then as as it goes along, you see that he's he's locked it, he's got the book, yeah, and then so they he pulls it towards him and throws it into the fire and the demons start flipping out, freaking out. Yeah. Then there's all this like stop motion melting and right. Goozy stuff. And then like eventually Scotty, I think turns into porridge. Yeah. It starts coming out of his clothes and stuff. The stop motion melting is the worst looking effects in that. Yeah. It's, it's not very played. It's like, it's like really fun for about five seconds. You're like, Oh cool. And then it just kind of keeps going for a while, and you're like, like they probably should have just cut that out, but they probably worked so goddamn hard on it. Yeah, it took so long. They're like, we're we're leaving this in. Yeah, but it looks kind of hokey. It looks like Plato. Yeah, sometimes. But it's, yeah, I that, still like it. There's that part where they're like, this like, like a, a green thing comes out of it. It's supposed to be gross. Yeah, <laughs> it just looks. Like it looks like a lime green worm or something. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, and that's, uh, you know, and then he kills like, him. Yeah. He kills him and he's like, Oh my God. And he's just like, fuck it. I mean, he's been through so much. Yeah. And then he goes outside and then it's just, and he turns around and it's like, bam. And it and comes, the end. comes through the cabin. Yeah. Through the cabin. And does out that the whole thing. Door, open the door. Bam, boom. Roll credits. Yeah. That's it. What a good movie. Yeah. Short, sweet. Uh-huh. Just packed full of gore and all that. Light on filler. Yeah. Not yeah. much. You know, you can do a whole lot worse than The Evil Dead. Mm. You sure can. So, uh... Because I liked it. Yeah. I... I would say I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just... <laughs> you uh, sound a little bit like your Bruce Campbell. Hey, uh, I, I say, uh, I, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I liked it. Really liked it there, huh? I mean, you could do uh, uh, a lot worse <laughs> than, uh, than uh, Evil Dead there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're uh, looking for a scary, scary movie with a couple of jokes in it, you know? It's <laughs> <laughs> Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> um, Anyway, you should watch The Evil Dead again, because you've probably seen it. Let's be honest. You've seen it, right? Well, if you're listening to this, you probably have. I mean, I would imagine so. But I don't know. Has Tom seen Evil Dead? That is a good question. Let us know, audience. Yeah, has Tom seen <laughs> Evil Dead? Let us know if we made it at gmail.com. Or go to our Facebook page. Well, Tom, you could just text us, really. Tom, just text us. You got our numbers. Yeah. Yeah, we can make a, if we made a group text. Oh, yeah. It could be the creators and the listener. Yeah. It's All three so of us. so interactive. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> we should do that. And then we get like, you know, 
message him during the podcast if we have questions. Oh, yeah. Like, audience poll. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you like to watch next? All right. Let's uh, go to um, – let's do our top five directorial debuts. Okay. Here we go. Get out of your husband and put down your wife. It's time for Jeff and Tucker's Top Five. All right, Top Five directorial debuts. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Let me open up my notes on my cellular device. Oh, my God, this is... My notes are such a mess. Okay. So Who wants to go first? Well, why don't you go first? Okay. Did you set any parameters for yourself? Not really. I think most of <coughs> I think most of them are writer. Well, I don't know actually. No, not really. But, okay. I mean, kind of when I was researching, I, I sort of stayed away from some of the really... Well, no, I've got kind of... I, no. No? I'm just okay. going to go. All right. I'm just, oh, let's just get into it. Right, number my number five. being... My number being... My number <laughs> five is being John Malkovich by Spike Jones. Nice. Great pick. I love that movie. Yeah. And Spike Jones has gone on to do some really great movies as well. Yeah. But that's and like, right out the bat. It was a really good one. Mm-hmm. So unique. Yeah. All of his movies, he's a very unique voice as a director. Yeah, for sure. That's a great pick. And it came out, like, that feels like that is totally a Spike Jones movie. Mm-hmm. Of course, it was hard to divorce Spike Jones and Charlie Kaufman at yeah. first. Yeah. I was yeah. seen kind of like part of it, but true. Uh, but he's uh, everything he's made uh, post Charlie Kaufman is has been just as good. Really. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Great pick. Um, I'm doing. I decided because there's just so many, yes, so many good there ones. Is, there is a lot. I said, "What if I chose directorial debuts where it was my favorite movie?" By that director. Wow. Okay. That I don't think they made a better movie after wow. that. Huh. That would be hard. And it's kind of hard. But God, you did that pretty fast because you were just doing that. It's because I was. I had so many yeah. written down. I was like, God, can I just dis- make a distinction here? That's good. Um. So, I'm gonna go with my number five is. Alex Cox's Repo Man. Nah. I like other Alex Cox movies. I like Sid and Nancy. Yeah. You know, Straight to Hell is yeah. weird, and I like it. You know, I haven't seen... He did uh, that one... Was it called Walker with Ed Harris? That one's supposed to be really great, and I've no, never I've seen that seen one. That. But I have a hard time believing I would like it better than I like Repo Man. I don't think you would. And uh, Repo Man is just a all-time sci-fi punk rock classic. It is. It's um, fucking great. Just filled with 
quotable lines and great character actors. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I, I'm having a hard time with the order of these is yeah. my only problem. So I don't really know how I'm ranking <clears throat> them except uh, just, I guess, the way I want to reveal them. <laughs> so, yeah, Repo Man. Good one. Thanks. Love that one. Uh, my number four, it, I, I kind of stayed away from new ones, but this one I had to put on just because, you know, sometimes with with – semi-newer directors, you know, you're sort of like, well, I don't know really where they're going to go. Right. But this was such a uh, a great first-time effort that I had to put Get Out by mm. Jordan Peele on there. Mm. Nice. Because it's, it's just... And it just kind of immediately cemented him as this, like, new... Yeah. ...sort of voice in... Not only horror, but kind of like, you know, dealing with a lot of race issues and things like that. Yeah. Um, which is very present and, uh, I don't know. Yeah, really, and he really went from great. like kind of being like, uh, like the comedy guy. Sketch, like you were yeah, like, oh, he's the guy from Jordan or Key and Peele. And, yeah. Uh, like that's how m- most people knew him, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's how I knew. Yeah, I think I, yeah. And then uh, he went from that to like being like, you can stamp your name on it and people have an expectation of what this, that this is like a socially conscious horror movie. Yeah, yeah. Like if he's, if he's just like a producer or executive yeah. producer or has anything to do with it, you yeah. know? Because I think other movies like, was it Antebellum or something? I mm-hmm. think came out and it was like from the, I don't know, Jordan Peele right. had something to do with it. I don't maybe. Even, or maybe it was like from the studio. That from the studio. You, get out or something that like that. Jordan Peele, yeah, <laughs> probably. But yeah, that was, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested to see. I mean, he's only got the two so far. Yeah, and I liked Us. It was good. Yeah, I liked it too. He's got, I uh, can't remember what his new one's called, but I know it's... It's just awaiting release now, I suppose. Mm. I think. I think, as far as I've I've heard. Um, Okay. My number four. I'm going to go with Billy Bob Thornton's Sling Blade. Ah, yes. He, uh, he's made a couple other movies, but nothing... As great as Sling Blade from 1996. Which, yeah, of course. Not. I mean, great performances all around. It's a yeah. small, uh, low budget movie with, um, yeah, Dwight Yoakam and John Ritter are so good in it. Yeah. And uh, Jim Jarmusch as the guy selling him his, uh, oh, yeah, that's his right. fries yeah. and mustard or whatever. <clears throat> Uh, anyway, yeah, I, I love that movie, and I, I can watch it mm-hmm. endlessly. Yeah. And Dwight Yoakam's, uh, character, it's one of my favorite yeah. portrayals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. In movies, period. Well, and Billy Bob was so good in that, that... Yeah. Like, nobody really, I mean, you know, because he just kind of came onto the scene there, and it's just like, you just think that he's that guy. 
Right. Yeah, no one knew who he was. You know, and then afterwards, obviously, you know, he's become so much more than that, but... Yeah. But yeah, he comes out writing and directing... Yeah. ...and starring in this movie, and this is like a heavy performance... Yeah, totally. ...to be giving in a movie you're directing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's amazing. And such a... such. I mean, we didn't know at the time, I guess. Well, I mean, a lot of people did know, but so different than, you know, who he is, you know? Yeah, right. it's such a huge... Yeah, I would assume it was a very taxing... Yeah. ...acting like that. Yeah. His character, Carl, yeah. is not playing in some weird con- country rock band or whatever he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, he's a different guy. Yeah. But... Uh, Dwight Yoakam's character, on the other hand, mm. Doyle Hargraves, he plays with the band. Yeah, he does. Hell yeah, he does. <laughs> on his back porch. <coughs> and they're all like, bum, 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 bum. you know, like they're, that. The Riverboat Nightmare Band. <laughs> Basically. Dun, dun, dun. But not as good. They're pretty terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, so Sling Blade. That'll good be one. My, that'll be my number four. Good one. Now, my my three, two, and one. I would. I was almost before you gave me your parameters. I was like, these are going to be on your list for sure. Okay. I thought, or at least be on your house rounds. They might still be, but now that you've given yours, that it's your favorite movie by that person. Mm-hmm. I don't know as much, but you could argue that. Pee-wee's Big Adventure by Tim Burton is his best movie. You could argue that because mm-hmm. Pee-wee's Big Adventure is just one of the best movies, period. Yeah. You could argue it. I, I was. It's on my list here, but not uh, on my list. Well, good. Because I decided... But it's... It would be... Um, but I think it is my favorite. Movie? But I also was like... Uh, you know what? I'm going to go, and I didn't look this up to make sure, but I was like, I'm going to go with what I think are writer-directors. Oh, right, yeah. Was the only was yeah. the only way I could That's eliminate right. it. That's right. We had kind of talked about And I was like, before. do I put Pee Wee on all my lists? That was my other thing. We did. We put him on the last one, didn't we? I, I kind of thought I had just used him. Yeah. That I, think, movie. I think we both. Did we both use them on that? Oh, yeah, because it was, or I don't know which one, but recently yeah. it was on the Movies Within Movies. Yes. He was Big Adventure. Yes. Within, within I think that was our number adventure. one. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. And I could, yeah, we're going to have to retire it from lists. Oh, we might have to. Might have to, because it's, it's, uh, what would it we, could go what on every. What would we call that? Like, you know, there are some. Yeah, you put it in the. Put it uh, in um, what is the. Film spotting podcast, call it like I can't remember the pantheon. The pantheon, pantheon. yeah. <laughs> Ours just has Pee Wee's Big Adventure so far. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't. I don't yeah. want to put it away. Yeah, I no, like no. It's it. a great pick. Yeah, too. It is. It's a great directorial debut. It sure is. It uh, was a a great glimpse at things to come. Although, yeah. Uh, although he he seems um, when he got more power to do just what he wanted and he wasn't pushing 
a pre-existing character yes uh and servicing that in that way then it went into that particular area that tim burton usually resides with yeah the darker the beetlejuice nightmare before christmas type of aesthetic so that's not as much present in this one no which might be another factor in my eliminating it Mm. in in my you know because i was just grasping it reasons to get rid of some of these sure because i had too many on my list and i could have kept looking and kept finding more yeah yeah Ugh. but yeah that's a great one um my number three is uh now again this is kind of like get out because there's only two movies by this person yeah i think i know but he's not new this movie's from like 2001, uh, Todd Field's In the Bedroom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is one of my favorite movies ever. And he follows it up a few years later with Little Children, which I also really love. Yeah. Uh, but not as much as I loved In the Bedroom. Yeah, In the Bedroom. Also. So it's still, even though both of his movies are great, I think this one's the better one. So I went yeah. with that. He is yet to make a third movie that I know of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I highly recommend I that movie. both of those movies. It's a, it's a good one. That's awesome. Yeah. Which is, I guess I, guess I could tell somewhere. people, <clears throat> oh, you don't want to tell. Anyway, it's a great movie. You don't even want me to tell you what it's about. No, no. It's got it's Sissy heavy. Spacek and Tom it Wilkinson. Could, it could be heavy, and, but yeah, it's good. Uh, Marissa Tomei. Yeah. Uh, John Connor. From Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. <laughs> Nick Stahl Nick is his Stahl. name. John that's funny. That, that's immediately where my head went. Yeah. When, I, when I try to picture him outside of In the Bedroom, I go to Terminator mm-hmm. 3. But yeah. I first picture him in In the Bedroom. That's, yeah. where he, that's where he lives. Yeah. In my head, that actor. Anyway, okay, what's your number two then? Um, where is it? Oh, there it is. Yeah, I mean... Reservoir Dogs. Nice. Like Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. I mean, I mean. <laughs> right. It was like that's a pretty like fully my, formed voice coming yeah, out right it out was of the like gate. One of those movies that especially at that time. I I mean I think when I saw it it had been out on video, but you know, I'd heard about it and it was like, You gotta fucking watch this movie, you gotta watch this movie and then you, yeah. you know, so I was in was I in my twenties by then? Probably, yeah. Maybe. When did it come out? You're in your twenties. When no. did it come out? No. No, was... it came out like ninety two, I think. Okay, Something so like well, I mean, I was close, getting close-ish, I guess. No way. I graduated high school in ninety two. Oh yeah. Yes, I'm. How's that even possible? Because I was born in nineteen seventy four. Right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we're four years apart. Yeah. I'm Gramps. Right. You're Gramps. I know, four years. I'm just a young guy. Four years isn't that much now. But, but then like it was back a lot. then, yeah. yeah it, well, so, like, yeah, if I watched it when I was a senior in high school, so I was 17, I guess. Yeah. Or eight, maybe I was 18 by then. Yeah, it was on video, so it was probably a little Yeah, later. so you were like 14, maybe 13. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. My friend that, David was like, you gotta see this movie. Yeah. I was like, cool. So, I mean, I would have been like, you know, like if we were watching it, it'd be like, who's this little kid? 
watching yeah. this movie with us. You'd be like, that's weird. Why are we watching this with this little baby? Yeah. And I'd be like, fuck you, man. Fuck you, old man. And be like, why don't you go home and poop in your pants? And then I'd cry. Yeah. And poop in my pants, probably. <laughs> but so anyway, so yeah, everybody. And then it just like became my favorite movie. You know, like, yeah. oh, this is my favorite movie. I, <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever seen. You know, it's so cool. It was cool. Uh-huh. And just like everything you, you wanted when you it was were like. violent. Yeah. It was dramatic. Yeah. It was great. It was great looking. Such style. Yeah. But also the writing. You were just like, I've never heard anything like this. Yeah. Yeah. The way that they talked and. Yeah. yeah. But it was just. Yeah. It was a Tarantino movie. Yeah. You know. Now, I, yeah, yeah, so I, I, I would great. have assumed that would have been on your list, but yeah. now that you've done your I mean, parameters, like, you can't say that that's your favorite Tarantino movie. No, but it was obviously, like, something I, like, immediately was thinking, thinking of. Thinking of, yeah. yeah. And I think most people probably did. But yeah. I couldn't not leave. I couldn't not put it on there. Yeah, I'm glad you did. My number two. Now, this director has made other movies that I really like. Yes. But nothing really touches David Wayne's Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, nice. I like that. Perhaps... This one I did not think of. One of the few funniest movies uh, of my life. Yes, totally. Um, I agree with that. It's one of those that I I can watch endlessly, and it's always really funny. And just great absurdist humor, but also like... Uh, in that parody of 80s camp movies or 80s teen movies, mm-hmm. um, just playing in that sandbox with those weird kind of abstract tools that they're using. Yeah. And with that group of people. And talk <laughs> about like a fucking like loaded cast. And yeah. No one really knew it at the time. Like no. a lot of us recognize some of them and we recognize a lot of them from the state obviously. Yeah. And so all of those guys um are involved, but then you had like the big stars in it at the time were Janine Garofalo and David Hyde Pierce. Yeah. But then the supporting cast is Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler and yeah. Bradley Cooper yeah. and uh, Elizabeth people, Banks. All these people that went off and yeah, yeah became be, really huge successful stars. at their own right. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's one of the best movies ever made. I love that I'm, movie. As far as I'm concerned. That's really good. I didn't, I didn't even come across that one. That's great. Good job. Thanks, man. Boy, you're really good at this. Mine seems so normal. That's okay. I like them. I like them too. Yeah. That's why they're on my list because I love these movies. So my number one was was uh, the very first one that I thought of when you said this, and it was uh, Eraserhead by David Lynch. Oh wow! I didn't even think of that for some reason. It was just the first one that popped in my head, <clears throat> and uh, probably because I just love David Lynch so much. Yeah. Um, but it's such a an artistic, unique explosion kind of into film, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, it's one of those, like, you've never seen anything like it before or after, yeah. you know. Um, 
and although sometimes it could be a little difficult to watch because it's so non it's not like a traditional movie it's more mm-hmm. like a kind of a moving piece of art so to speak but um i don't know it really introduced uh us all to a great artist i think yeah and it's like it's like he started because of that movie it's genesis and this like long gestation process because mm-hmm. they, they made it for years yeah like these artists tucked away in this space where they're given free reign to do this yeah and, uh doing it on weekends and like when yeah. they came for years they made this movie yeah and it's like it feels like unfiltered David Lynch mm-hmm. and then he spends like the rest of it's his like career just... trying to get back to unfiltered David Lynch yeah because once he's like making movies with all this money and this you know he's gotta like he can't be uncompromised like he was with yeah. Eraserhead anymore yeah and then I feel like he's you know he really started pushing for that after uh, like Mulholland Drive when he's like oh, fuck it I'm gonna do I'm gonna use consumer grade video and just go shoot Inland Empire. Inland Empire myself. And then he's, uh, you know, but still it's not quite there, you know, he's still finding it, I feel like. But I felt like with the return, the Twin Peaks return, he was really like, I was like, this feels like unleashed Lynch again. Yeah. Oh, especially like, Um, you know, some of the specific episodes, you know, mm -hmm. within that that are just. Yeah, for sure. That are, you know the best things ever yeah fucking awesome movies within you know the series but yeah maybe someday we'll do a Twin Peaks the return uh, season of if we made it oh yeah that'd be cool or we do an episode every week that'd be fun Um, anyway yeah Eraserhead is I love it yeah it's just so it's just and I I love it the more I see it the more I love it and the more it feels like every time I see it less confusing you know what I mean yeah I, I always this. just forget how emotion how how emotionally invested I get into it. Like mm-hmm. when I watch it, like you get away from it, and then sometimes it's just like, oh yeah, it's just kind of this weird surreal, yeah, thing that's cool, you know, and but weird, and you can't really describe it. And then you watch it, and like what David Lynch does so well is is just create this this sense of intensity or dread or sometimes wonder or whatever inside of you and you don't really know why yeah he's just so good at creating emotion um with you know light and sound and and whatever he's just he's a master at it and he was from the very beginning and the performances he gets from his actors are so unique yeah uniquely his and there's uh Like, um, they're, they're kind of like deceptively cold. Like they feel cold, like they're keeping you at arm's length because I think they're kind of intimidating and, uh, like you feel like maybe you're not getting it. Like you're not smart enough for this. Like that's how I've always felt watching him younger. Yeah. And then like, and so it feels like he's kind of holding you at arm's length, but then like the more I watched and the older I got, the more I realized how, like, they're not cold at all. They're, like, raw nerves. Like, yeah, they're yeah, yeah. so emotional. Yeah. And they're so, like, fraught with human 
fear and everything else that it's like it's almost too much to handle once you like wiggle onto its wavelength. You know? Yeah, but, yeah, Absolutely. he's definitely like uh, maybe the the uh, American film artist. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's right up there with with Kubrick for me as far as just gold standard artists. <clears throat> okay, speaking of gold standard <coughs> artists, my number mm. one. This guy has never made another movie because he nailed it so hard with wow. his directorial debut. Okay. Uh, and that's why it's at number one because I was like, he didn't even get a chance to try to top it. Okay. Even if it could be top. <clears throat> and I'm talking about, of course, the greatest directorial debut of all time, Tom Green's Freddy Got Finger. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> can't argue with it. Nope. You can't argue with it. No. It's a work of art. Absolutely. On par with anything David Lynch or Stanley Kubrick ever did. <clears throat> never seen anything like it. You never will. You never will again. Nope. Nope. Unless he decides to come out and make another movie. But but odds are you're not going to see that either. No. And you're definitely, I mean, yeah, I don't think this movie's, you know, it's not possible. No. It wouldn't be made anymore. It, I can't believe it was made then. <laughs> like that's the thing. There's it's things true. in it that, like, even at the time, you were just kind of like, "How the fuck did this happen?" Yeah, it is. It is kind of, yeah, it's kind of amazing in that uh, aspect. It's about this guy named Gord who wants to be a cartoonist, and his dad wants him to be a grown-up and move out and do these things. So he he moves. To be a cartoonist and gets a job at a cheese sandwich factory. But he blows that and he goes back home and on his way jerks off a horse. Mm. And then his dad, played by Rip Torn, uh, proceeds to spend the next like 70 minutes or so in a battle with his mentally ill son. Yeah. Trying to get rid of him while he tortures this poor man. Wow. And then... uh Synopsis for this is is much more grim than yeah. <laughs> Eventually, convincing his, uh, you know, telling te- telling uh, like social services that his dad had fingered his younger brother Freddie, and uh, <sighs> and then eventually jerking off an elephant. I don't know. Yeah, I, I forget how it really gets there. I know, like, to get back at his, at his dad, he does some pretty crazy shit at the end, but it, it's, you know, it's it's crazy shit upon crazy shit. Sure is. You'll never see anything like it. You may not ever want to see anything like it. You may not even want to see it. I don't know. This makes me want to watch it again. But I love it. You and I are you and I are big fans of this. Yeah. Listen to our Freddy Guy. Well, you probably can't. But. You probably can't. Maybe we'll do it again someday. Because I want to watch it right now. <laughs> anyway, did you have any honorable mentions? Yes, um, I did. Uh, now, if if this was a different list, 
Yeah. And you you did, you didn't want to do your this is your favorite. Right. Although you could make an argument for Badlands by Terry. Badlands Tyler. was also on mine, yes. Um a a new one, Hereditary. Yeah. Ari totally. Aster. Um Absolutely. That's a really great new pick. Yeah. Uh Blood Simple by Joel and Ethan Cohen. That was on my list. All right. Um, I'm sure you probably thought of Heart Eight by P.T. Anderson. I did. Um, a good one, also, that um, Night of Living Dead by George A. Romero. Is that his first feature? I think it is. It I, I is. looked at it, and I, I think it's his first Yeah, feature. that's a great debut. Yeah. Uh, the only ones that you didn't cover that were on mine were uh, Shakes the Clown, uh, oh, Goldblatt's yeah. first movie, and yeah. uh, Cannibal the Musical by oh. Trey Parker. That's good. Which yeah. I think that one, you know, that one made my also rans because you got some good like, comedies in there. I appreciate that. I didn't, I didn't yeah. get a whole lot of those when I was looking. So. I like ones that feel like <clears throat> a real representation of what was to come. You mm-hmm. know, I feel like that gave you a pretty clear picture of what yeah. he was about. Anyway, good list. Yeah, good those list. were good lists this week. Let's pat ourselves on the back a little bit. All right, let's take a break and then, well, let's not even take a break. Let's just play the theme song for what we've been watching. Well, what you been watching? What did you see? What you been watching? Did you watch it for free? Well, what you been watching? Will you watch it with me? Yeah, all right. Here we are. Oh, Tucker. Back ag- yeah, Jeff. I, I mean, a, Gramps. <laughs> I got a question for you. What's up? What you been watching? Glad you asked. I watched another directorial debut last night. Oh, did you? That's, uh, you know, but we had discussed, oh, wow, wouldn't it be cool to do directorial debuts or just movies directed by actors oh, sometime? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll save it for that. But I I rewatched The Indian Runner last night, Mm. Sean Penn's directorial debut. That's a good movie. Fuck, man. So good. You know who's in that? Patricia Arquette. Paddykins, yep. She's in it. Yeah, I I was reminded of that. You know who else is in it? I saw your posts. Who? Valeria Galino. Valeria Galino. She just uh, popped up on a... On that show, The Morning Show, that's on Apple TV. Oh, I haven't watched that The yet. second season she pops up. You know who else is in it? Vigo Mortensen. Yeah. But you know who else? Who? Charles fucking Bronson. Oh. And you know what he does? He talks to this cute kid named Raphael, yeah. who's David Morris and Valeria Galino's kid. Yeah. And he's like, vegetables, Raphael. <laughs> that's right. Vegetables. Your daddy used to grow vegetables, Raphael, because he was a farmer before he was a policeman. <laughs> that is spot on. That's what it sounds like when he says spot it. Spot on. That's a great movie, I think. It is. I don't think it gets the love it deserves. Um, it's based on a Bruce Springsteen song. That doesn't mm-hmm. happen often. No. Great song. Off his greatest record, as far as I'm concerned. Nebraska? Nebraska. 
Highway Patrolman, of course. The song... It's about Joe Roberts. <laughs> he works for the state. You guys know the song. It's that's the movie. Yeah. But there's more in the movie. Yeah. But his brother Frankie, Frankie ain't no good. <laughs> uh, I watched that again. So there. And then I watched okay new stuff. I watched Joyride with Bobcat Goldthwait and David oh, yeah, Gould, yeah, yeah. directed by Bobcat Goldthwait. Uh, it's a, a documentary comedy special hybrid mm-hmm. where they were traveling around performing together and uh and it also kind of goes into their shared history and uh how bobcat was kind of addicted to dana uh when they were you know younger mm-hmm. and uh but it's it's really great and really cool. funny and kind of touching and uh lots of good stories and some good, some really great footage too, like old, <coughs> old footage of, um, especially like there's the stuff of Bobcat setting the Tonight Show on fire and, and all oh, that stuff. Oh yeah, uh, there's a few of those great clips, but I've seen those over the years several times. Mm-hmm. But what I hadn't seen was Dana Gould talking about. Uh, he talks about doing a commercial with Bob Hope and how and wow. he talks about he tells the story and then suddenly we're seeing the like raw footage from the show oh, it's cool. pretty awesome so anyway I highly recommend that Joyride um, not the other Joyride with Paul Walker like and Steve Zahn and Lily Sobieski right? but it? also I do recommend it because it's awesome. So watch all movies called Joyride. Any movie? Well, I don't know. There might be others. But those two, definitely mm. check them out. Double Feach. I just wanted to say, we talked about it last week, but uh, I watched Halloween Kills again, and I oh. think I love it. Yeah. And uh, I think it's going to just continue to get better the more I watch it. Probably. So, There. And I had like interesting things to say about it, and now really? and now I don't have them anymore. They've left your mind. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch it again. Okay, I'll, I'll get there. I'll get interesting things to tell you about it. <laughs> um, I watched a new movie called Old Henry with Tim Blake Nelson. It's a western. Oh yeah, he said something about that. And it's kind of a cool, like just a like a straight western, uh, kind of you know. The kind of thing you'd expect from just like a... It's like a 90-minute Western, you know? Okay. It's not like, eh, but it's got like a, a cool little twist in it where you're like, ah, awesome. And Tim Blake Nelson's pretty rad. And um, the villain is uh, Stephen Dorff. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> from the gate. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I feel like there might even be a couple other people. I can't That's remember. Funny. But anyway, it's it's a fun, fun Western. If you like Westerns, I recommend that. And then finally, I told you about this a little bit, but uh, Paranormal Activity Next to Kin oh, on yeah. Paramount+. Plus. Uh, I think it's the best of all of the paranormal activities that I have seen. But I have not seen all of them because after three or four of them, I was like, okay. But this one, it's a little bit more expansive. They, you know, it's not just a bunch of cameras set up in a house. Right. Uh, you know, they go somewhere and they do something. And uh, I love, I love, I love Satanists. 
yeah. Even if they're not like name, like they're not saying Satan, you know, but it's still kind of, you know, demony, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that, you know. But they're culty and uh, worshiping stuff. It's better if they say "Hail Satan" and sure. stuff like that. But they don't have to for me to like it. So you know. It was in my wheelhouse a bit. Okay. So anyway, I recommend it if you're into that sort of thing. It was a fun time. Yeah, I haven't watched the Paranormal Activity in a while, so. I mean, I don't think it's going to be like uh, AFI Top 100 or anything, but it was fun. Okay. And you know, you like that sort of garbage. I do. Check it out. Okay. All right. Um, what have you been watching? Um, I was just looking it up because I can't remember the title of it, but it was a documentary and it's on HBO Max right now about the January 6th. Oh, I watched that. It's uh, Four Days at the Capitol. Four, four hours. Four, four hours, hours at, at the, the Capitol. Capitol. Yeah, yeah. Did it make I mean, you, you if sick we start to your to get, stomach the whole time? Yes. Yeah, me too. It's horrible. Yeah. It's, it's completely frightening mm-hmm. because I... The whole time you're just going, that's still all out there. Yeah. And this is just, it's just waiting to happen again. Yep. And worse. Yep. And I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't, I mean. Not to be this, a buzzkiller. This, this, this is a whole new conversation. If we start getting into yeah. it too much, we just, we'll start. Anyway, you guys should watch it and yeah. be terrified with the yeah. rest of us. Yeah, and just be like, I, I hate human beings. Yeah, they're pretty awful. They're the worst, yeah. and those are the worst of them. Yeah, but it was. Yeah, I mean, and and the they got a lot of them, or you know, several of them to talk to sit down with interviews, and that was pretty jaw dropping too. Like they're just yeah. talking about the shit that they did, and you're just like, wow. Yeah. Okay. Because they're ratchets. They're doing, they're doing the right thing. Yeah, they still just kind of think that... They're deluded. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's a it's horrifying. It's yeah. on HBO Max. Check it out. Um, and then I watched a movie called The Star, The Starling. <coughs> it the has Starling. Melissa McCarthy in it. Oh, right. And... Um, Timothy Oliphant is in it. Oh, Timothy Oliphant, old, old chicken, chicken legs. legs. Yeah. I love him. And um, oh, what's the uh, what's his name? I'll have to look it up here while I'm talking about it. It's got some good people in it. Well, anyway, it's a story um, about um, Chris O'Dowd. Is that his name? Uh huh. Yeah, he's the, so he's his her husband. And um, they lose a daughter to SIDS. Um, And they kind of, yeah, and then they kind of, it's kind of interesting how they set it all up. But anyway, um, so he isn't dealing with it very well. So he's in a hospital, a mental hospital. And um, she is trying to do the best she can to deal with it. And then she gets... Uh, the she gets a recommendation to go see this doctor, uh, Kevin Klein, but he is no longer a medical doctor. He's a veterinarian. Huh. And then, um, but she, but they kind of he kind of agrees to sort of talk with her, and 
so they kind of create this relationship and then in the meantime there's this bird this starling mm, the titular on, on her property that is uh you know kind of weaves everything together but it's good um it's 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 kind of heartbreaking and and you know yeah sometimes it could be a little much you know kind of pulling on the heartstring stuff mm. but over, but overdone but i still i still enjoyed it i still thought it was good i like all the people in it so yeah that was good and then cool. um i've been listening to this other podcast um mm-hmm. chew bubble gum and kick ass oh that's a good podcast <laughs> yeah and the hosts on there are doing a uh Hell for the holidays. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, That's, and those uh, guys. we just we just got past Halloween here, wherever whenever this drops. But this is, we're mm-hmm. just the week after, so I decided to check out Trick or Treat since that was one of their picks. Yeah, Tucker's pick. That is my pick. Yeah, Trick or Treat. And so I watched that. Not Trick or Treat from the eighties with uh, Mark Price and. Also recommended. I totally. I mean, we should do that sometimes. Well, we should do heavy heavy metal metal. horror. Yeah, heavy metal horror. Oh man, maybe I should. I should bring that up over the chew bubble gum for a unit. That'd be a good one. That's a really good one. Um, so we could talk about. I mean, if you really want to hear people talk about it, go go check out Chew Bubble Gum and Kick Ass. Yeah, it's a good podcast. But we could talk about it a little bit here. Sure. It was really fun. I'd only watched it once before, I think. And um, watching it again, it's from 2007. Yeah. Kind of an anthology thing, but they're all kind of intertwined mm-hmm. uh, stories of yeah, so on plays, Halloween night. It plays more like a uh, like an ensemble yeah. movie than an yeah. anthology. I like that. But it's got it's it's really entertaining and it just moves right along and I, I like how it's all how it's set up <coughs> and it's really fun if you like that stuff. Yeah, and it's super Halloweeny. Oh, of course, it's it just is. soaking in it. Well, it's yeah, so holiday. See, you're that you're even you're this even guy Tucker on, is gonna win so hard. He's gotta win so hard. I mean. He's at least got to win that part of it, at least. Yeah, I think of it so. being most entrenched within the holiday. Yeah, because it's all about the holidays. Is I this mean. a podcast about chew bubble gum and cookies? Yeah, it could be. Now this is the after show. Yeah, but no, it's right. fun. Yeah, trick or treat's really great. Yeah, uh, Dylan Baker's. Yeah, uh, character that storyline. Yeah, that's my favorite one. Uh, Anna Paquin's in it with. Yeah, I like. I don't want to destroy the. Yeah, you don't want to just. You don't want to spoil all yeah. the stories if you haven't seen it. But uh, check out Trick or Treat. Yeah, fucking sweet. And little, what is the little character? Sam. Sam. Sam, Sam right. Hain. Sam. 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 Or Sam oh, for yeah. short. Sam. Sam. So that's it. Sam. All right. Well, those are great things to be watching. Sure. Let's uh, let's put this shit in our flick chart. Okay. Flick chart. Flick chart. Flick chart. Flick chart. Flick chart. Flick chart.
chart because we've watched it together before and threw it in here apparently okay maybe even covered it on so the so wh- what number <laughs> is it right now uh let's see it is uh, <coughs> 146 right now okay so let's see where it lands with it if we if we reorder it yeah so the evil dead up against scream 2 right away evil Ooh, dead evil dead yeah evil dead yeah Okay, Evil Dead versus Scream 1. Evil Dead. Yes. Evil Dead versus Get Out. One of your other, your directorial picks. Hmm. It's interesting. It is interesting. I want to say Get Out. Do you? I do. But I have a hard time doing that. I know. But I want to say it because I just... I mean, I love Get Out. But I feel like the Evil Dead is so us. It is. That's why, I, is. That's why I, I didn't say Get Out. I said I want to say right, Get calm Out. Calm down, man. <laughs> Jeez. Don't get carried away. <laughs> it's my house. It's just a list, man. <laughs> um, phew kind of hard mm. well, well what do you what, 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 what you're do you, so I, I get the feeling that you're leaning you're leaning Evil Dead and I probably am leaning get out a little bit but we're both on the fence so what how do we do this let's 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 give it to get out let's I'm gonna I'll give okay. that's how we'll do it okay alright the Evil Dead versus let the right one in Fucking shit, man. By Tomas Alfred Dressen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, God, I love that movie. It's a great movie. Um, I mean, yeah, Let the Right One In is probably... Oh, what was that? Is that the Evil Dead? Maybe. Shit. Uh, I could go with Let the Right One In. Okay, then let's do that. All right, Let the Right One In wins. The Evil Dead versus Inside Lewin Davis. I would go Inside Lewin Davis. Personality. I would probably go Evil Dead. Well. Seems we're at an impasse. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I mean, I, I have. I, I would need to rewatch. I would need to rewatch Inside Lewin Davis. I remember right. really liking it, but I don't. It's just been a while, so I don't. It's not <laughs> real. I don't really have a bunch. I don't have a passion for it. All right, we'll go Evil Dead because of your lack of passion. Yeah. The Evil Dead versus Halloween Kills. Oh fuck! You just watched that. Yeah, kind of love it. Yeah, but Evil Dead. Yeah, I know. Close, maybe. They're both so fun. Yeah. It was really good. I like. I mean, it. I always kind of lean towards old stuff just because yeah. I like it more. But 
trying to be fair. Um, Maybe we should just because of that go to Evil Dead. Okay, Evil Dead. Okay, Evil Dead. You got it. The Evil Dead versus Crimes and Misdemeanors. Oh, oh Jesus. What a crazy battle. <laughs> I don't even... How do you even I don't compare know. the two? Um... I mean, I personally like Crimes and Misdemeanors better, but I feel like well, we probably like The Evil Dead better. Probably, but Crimes and Misdemeanors is a better movie. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's good. It's such a different but kind it's so, of movie. It's so different. Like, Crimes and Misdemeanors is a really shitty uh, horror comedy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas Evil Dead rakes it in. Is it really? Yeah. So it just I mean, depends yeah, on if what I was, metric you're going with. I guess since I'm forced to choose, I guess I'll say Evil Dead. But we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll do Evil Dead. I'm not saying I like it necessarily. Yeah, I, I understand. But I'm, I'm with it. The Evil Dead versus a serious man, which is uh, my personal favorite comedy movie. What's it? Why is this doing this to us? Uh, the flick chart's evil. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I have a hard time. I do definitely like a serious man more than I like the evil Well, man. then let that's fine. Okay. The evil dead it moved up to number 92. Shit. That, putting it in front of Crimes and Misdemeanors really bumped it up. Yeah. So it's in between Crimes and Misdemeanors and Copland. Wow. What's beneath Crimes and Misdemeanors? Uh, Rocky Balboa. Okay. I mean, we're in good, good, I mean, they're all good. Let's I mean, is, but is there anything you get that you down you're... to the bottom of the list, it's all good. I mean, if you, yeah. If, is there anything that's like that you're looking at that strikes you like, wow, I can't believe that Evil Dead is ahead of that. Um, or is it like... I mean, not really. I mean, I would be more like... I would be less shocked if it was Evil Dead 2. But I guess I at least like question it with things like Rocky Balboa, but not really like on Evil Dead. our list. Like, yeah, I feel like we probably Evil Dead Two is going to be is up higher. I'm sure. Yeah, if it's I'm on sure our it list. Is. I'm sure it's in here, and I'm sure it's it's probably in our. We can preview top, that. Evil top seventy five, perhaps top fifty. Let's check it out. Guess, guess what ranking it is. Oh. Here's his guess. Thirty three. It's at one fourteen, so it's gonna. It's going to climb up. What? Yeah. Weird. There but, are... But it wasn't... crazy shit in this list. Yeah, it was ahead... It was ahead of Evil Dead. Because, personally, I like Evil Dead 2 better than Evil Dead. Yeah, me too. I mean... But it's... We'll it's see. Yeah, I guess it's just because it's it was so fresh in our head, I guess we just... I don't know why. Yeah. Why do I mean, we move it up so high? I, I don't know. Maybe it gets better and better. I mean, it did for me. It was really funny. Yeah, it was. I, I really don't remember laughing at Scotty that much. No. <laughs> Scotty was a... Scotty was a surprise. <laughs> Welcome surprise. 
All right. Well, what do you say we listen to what mom has to say about Evil Dead? Now, mom is bound to say some things about the Evil Dead that we're going to want to comment on. But unfortunately, mom hasn't sent her review to us yet. But you're going to hear it right now. And uh, next week, if we remember to at the top of the show, we'll try to address any any uh, yes awesome things okay. that were that were said. Okay. Because sometimes I feel like <coughs> there are things Mom says that need to be addressed, but oh yeah, we just weren't able to, and yeah. then I just never I just let it go. God, was it was it last week's that was the most that was the amazing one. It might have been. God, it was so good. Oh, yeah. And then she came back after she was done to talk about the guy getting shot in the balls. <laughs> and how great that was. Yeah. And that she wouldn't do it, but she understood. But she said shot in the penis. Shot him in the penis. And she's like, I understand it. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't do it myself, <laughs> but I understand it. Yeah. Which is one of the greatest things I've ever heard. <laughs> So, yeah, so hopefully tonight it'll be just as great, and we'll talk about it next week. But uh, anyway, here's Mom, and we'll be right back. Mom likes... Tucker. Hi, Jeff. This is Mom. I watched Evil Dead. All I could think about was when I was a teenager and The Exorcist came out and and um, nobody wanted their kids to go to it because they thought they would become possessed. I think this one was way worse. Holy moly. I'm a little confused, but when the tree branches attacked that girl, did the tree branches... That they'd rape her? I mean, that was weird. And then all of a sudden they're all cocked head and, and bug-dyed and holy crap. This is really a weird, spooky movie. And gory, holy moly. That first possessed girl just, like, freaked me out. The whole thing, and I'll probably not sleep tonight because I'll just be thinking about it. Yeah. Bloody, chewing their own hands off, like puking milk. Looks like milk. <laughs> That's a switch from pea soup. I didn't think any of them were going to make it out, and I guess they didn't because I think Donnie Osmond finally bit the bullet in the end, too, huh? It was, like, very gory. The stuff that they used for body parts and body blood and body whatever was nasty 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 anyway i'm like not liking this movie but you know for the day and everything glad i didn't watch it back then i'd have been scared off my rocker but i give it a thumbs down but you know it's kind of fun when i think about it It it's just kind of hard to get through because it's so nasty um let's see i think what i think the most is why do people go outside when they're scared 
I don't get it. But whatever. And of course, you know, the bridge is out. I don't know why people go up in the woods. I'm never going into the woods again after watching this. Anyway, I'm still a fan of Tucker and Dale. I think that one's hilarious and entertaining and great. Even even the gore is great. It's awesome. But anyway, okay, that's all I can say. Um, okay, well, I love you both. I'll talk to you later. Bye. I also wanted to say something about the magic necklace. That was pretty lame. When he was trying to rope that diary or whatever it was with it, that was, like, funny. Impossible. But it was the... It was the... The the mighty saving necklace. Happy New Year. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) That was great what she said about the evil dead, wasn't it? It sure was. I really (laughs) liked what she said about the evil dead. Yeah, like that one thing she said about the evil dead. (laughs) God, I can't Mm. believe she said that. (laughs) I know. How outrageous. Boy, we're going to get some feedback about that, huh? Ah. Well, yes. <laughs> well, next week we'll be back with the Evil Dead too, and we'll actually like address whatever Mom said. Yeah, and uh, and we'll do our top five something else's. We haven't decided yet, mm. but we'll figure it out. Yeah, if you have any suggestions, Tom. Yeah, yeah. audience, <laughs> audience poll. What do you want us to top five about? Yeah, um, it could be it. You know. Even if you want something unrelated, do it. We'll do it sure. for you. Yeah, top five anything. Yeah. It doesn't I mean, even have to be movies. Oh. Yeah. Top five bookshelves or top whatever. Top five condiments. Mm, yeah. It might be pretty boring. I'm a pretty boring guy. With For food, uh, food-wise? Yeah. Condiments-wise? Probably. I'd probably be like ketchup, mustard. <laughs> Soy sauce. <laughs> I don't know. Mayonnaise. Maybe even. Mayonnaise above soy sauce. Probably. Uh, no, see, I don't, mayonnaise wouldn't make my list. No? No, I'm not a mayonnaise guy. Oh, that's the controversy then. Mm. Well, we've ruined this top five. Is pickles a condiment? I don't think so. Relish mm. is. Mm. I think a condiment has to be spread. Hey, guys, tell us what a condiment is. We're <laughs> stupid. Um, anyway, you should listen to all my other podcasts. On the uh, Tucker Podcast Network. <laughs> uh, uh, you can listen to Hers and Hers and His, a Three's Company podcast from Dean Travers Productions. You can listen to that. <laughs> if, <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Uh, and you can listen to Bert's Nachos, a Bert Nachos podcast. That's where Bert Nachos, uh, you know, adapts or learns a new Burt Nachos song every every episode and performs it. And then uh uh what's the other one? Chew bubblegum. Chew bubblegum and kick ass, which we've already talked about a whole bunch. Or apparently our companion. <laughs> right. There are satellite show no. Um and that that one's out there and there's a lot of that and that came from We Do Keanu. You can go back and listen to those too. Mm. I was on some of those. 
Um, yeah, you were, weren't you? Yeah. It, uh, listened, did you ever listen to any of those? I listened to your River's Edge one. Oh, yeah. That was the first one. Yeah. That was, like, the first did. time I, like, podcasted with those guys. Yeah. I wonder how awkward that feels. I should go back and listen to it. I, anyway, also, by the time this comes out, hopefully, we'll have uh, the Mega Mix podcast with Thomas, Paul, and me. Uh, first two-part episode is uh, Faith No More. We're mega mixed. How do, you, how do you even do that? I did my mega mix. You have to listen to it. Tom did his mega mix. We share our mega mixes. Then we Voltron the mega mix. Hmm. And then, you know, you guys can listen to us talk about it. And Cool. And like you can be like, that sounds like a cool mix. And you can like listen to it. Yeah. Are you guys going to create like your... Uh, you probably can't do that. Can you create your own mutual Spotify list or whatever? Or like a Spotify? Probably not. You probably could just put it on one of your one of either one of your Spotify's. Oh yeah, put it on there. Yeah, like a, we have a family account. I probably just put it like open a new one and use the family Maybe. account if I have enough spots on it. Maybe have one for that's a good idea. Yeah, you have the mega mixes there. Yeah. Ah, Jeff, you're a genius. <laughs> anyway, uh, listen to the mega mix podcast if it's out there, <laughs> and it should be. We finished recording today. <laughs> We just mm. have to edit and, like, all that stuff. So hopefully it'll be up soon. Um, anything else we're doing? You mean any other podcasts you're in? You've <laughs> yeah. forgotten? Or anything else? That I'm doing? Uh, or, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything we needed to tell people about? Just Burt Reynolds' laugh. <laughs> if we made it, we'll be there by now. Movies and such and things. With Gramson Tucker.